Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 742. There, Bachette said, twisting the stopper back into the bottle. How is that? I could kiss you, I said gratefully. You could, she said, but your lip is swollen and you would doubtless make a mess of it. Instead, show me your ketan. I hadn't stretched, but not wanting to make excuses, I fell into open hands and began to move slowly through the rest. As I've already mentioned, Tempe usually stopped me when I made the slightest mistake in the ketan. So when I reached the twelfth position without interruption, I felt rather smug. Then I misplaced my foot badly in Grandmother Gathers. When Vachette said nothing, I realized she was merely watching and withholding judgment until the end. I began to sweat and didn't stop until I reached the end of the K-10, ten minutes later. After I'd finished, Vachette stood, stroking her chin. Well, she said slowly, it certainly could be worse. I felt a flicker of pride until she continued. You could, for instance... Be missing a leg. Then she walked in a circle around me, looking me up and down. She reached out to prod at my chest and stomach. She gripped at my upper arm and the thick muscle above my leg. I felt like a suckling pig brought to market. Lastly, she took hold of my hands, turning them over to examine them. She looked pleasantly surprised. You never fought before Tempe taught you? she asked. I shook my head. You have good hands, she said, her fingers running up my forearms, feeling at the muscles there. Half of you barbarians have soft, weak hands from doing nothing. The other half have strong, stiff hands from cutting wood or working behind a plow. She turned my hands over in her own. But you have strong, clever hands with good motion in your wrists. She looked up at me questioningly. What do you do for a living? I am a student at the university, where I work with fine tools shaping metals and stone, I explained. But I'm also a musician. I play the lute. Bachette looked startled, then burst into laughter. She let my hands fall and shook her head in dismay. A musician on top of everything else, she said. Perfect. Does anyone else know? What does it matter? I said. I'm not ashamed of who I am. No, she said. Of course you're not. That's part of the problem. She drew in a deep breath and let it out again. Okay, you should know about this as soon as possible. It will save us both trouble in the long run. She looked at me in the eye. You're a whore. And that's the end of the page. <laughs> I know the pages don't end on specific things, but like I feel like this was meant to be the end of the page. I'm just saying. Also, I'm Jordana. <laughs> I'm Nick. I'm Jeremy. <laughs>
Jordana, you said that with such glee. You were like so happy. You were the cat who caught the canary. It's funny because it's so like it's such a blunt thing to say. (laughs) Good or bad, it's just very direct. It is very direct. Like you just need to know this. By the way, I'm letting you know. (laughs) Like, what Mm. a statement. And it is interesting, given what we just learned about the 8M language and how it has all these subtle shades of meaning and how you can say one thing and mean many things. It's interesting to me that Vashet, in trying to impart this big cultural difference that she's about to explain, is taking a very direct approach. I think she's a good teacher meeting her student where he's at. His first language is a Turin. He thinks in straight lines. So she's like, I can't beat around the bush with this. I can't be clever i have to be direct so that he understands because this is really important it's also a reminder that despite how cosmopolitan she is she still is adem culturally to the core to the yeah to the core and like she is still genuinely like a little bit shocked and and disgusted by this i think i think she genuinely has this opinion of of musicians and uh expresses it um certainly on future pages but uh, this is the beginning. She's like shocked and she's like, you know, keep that to yourself. Yeah, she yeah. She's like has encountered them before, but she's still kind of like repulsed by the idea. Yeah, she's like she's trying to be polite. And, and she I think she is taking a similar attitude that that Tempe took to other things. The quote did that he found shocking is like, it's OK. He doesn't know any better. He's a barbarian. And she's cosmopolitan enough that she We'll get to this on future pages, but she's been around the world enough to know that like not everybody feels of the the same way about musicians as the ADEM do. I'm really looking forward to getting into this discussion because I think it says I think it says a lot about a lot of things. But that's on that's on future pages. What's what else do we want to talk about on, on this one? We were saying before Vachette is funny. And she is funny on this page too when when she's when she's like, it could be worse. You could be missing a leg. That's uh, that's a great roast. <laughs> and again, this is the thing where like, Quoth thought he was getting better at the Katani. He was making less mistakes. Tempe wasn't stopping him. And again, this is the thing of like, he's he knows just enough to be dangerous, but he doesn't know how much he doesn't know. He doesn't know all these like tiny little mistakes he's making in the form. We also learn a little bit about Vachette, or at least about edemic attitudes toward body autonomy, because she doesn't seem to have any compunction about like, touching Quoth's hands, touching his legs as she's inspecting him. Mm-hmm. And she has made a couple kind of oblique references to like his body and even to like being seduced by him. So I can't help but wonder if, so first off, like it might just be the edemic uh, comfort around bodies, or it might also be that she's already like attracted to him and is kind of expressing that she's attracted to him. Yeah. Like when he says, I could kiss you, she says, you could, but your lip is swollen. Right. Yeah, I think that yeah. that is, there's a way to read that as like, that's a come on. I think so. So yeah. yeah, you could, you could kiss me. And as for the way she kind of like manhandles him, that feels authentic to me. Like if you've ever taken like, not even like a martial arts class, but definitely like definitely that, but also like any kind of like thing you're learning where you're like moving your body oftentimes the teacher will just like position you. You'll be like, okay, no, like spread your legs a little bit, you know, twist your shoulders this way. Sometimes it's just easier to get that across by manipulating the person's body to show them what you mean. I was just thinking, cause you were saying that like how Vashet's thing could be read as a come on. Uh, I have two thoughts. One is that I, I get the feeling that it's very commonplace for everybody to be doing that to anybody else that they are friendly with in 
Adam culture to be coming on to one another is not like the special thing that it kind of is in say our culture, which is a little closer to to a Turin. Right? Like sure. someone yeah. comes on to you, like that's like a ooh. Like I feel like it's not so much of a new in Adam. I think it's just like a, yeah, everybody does that. Well, because we're about to learn, like she says pretty much on the next page that like the Adam and the Turins they both have like concepts of like what is intimate. Those are expressed in different ways. And you're right, they, they don't view sex as like particularly intimate. They have less of a taboo about like, oh, if you fancy somebody, like coming on to them isn't a big deal. It doesn't imply a like emotional intimacy. Okay, so that was thought one. Thought two is that we don't know Vachette's age, but ostensibly we can guess based on the fact that they've done schooling in multiple places and we know there was a time gap between their previous schooling all the schools they tried to get into and then uh both being at the school uh that that they're at now and and becoming like a more senior person in that role uh ostensibly that would take time so i get the feeling that vachette is probably more than 20 oh yeah for sure yeah like i actually i kind of like in my brain i like kind of put Vachette at like 35 plus. Oh yeah, I think she's like 40. Anyway, that ostensibly we can we can say she's at least more than 20, which would make her legal age in in Canada. Uh and Quoth is like what 15? He's a minor. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have the same concept of that in I know, this world. it's just it was just a thought that crossed my mind and I was like, "Oh, I don't know how I feel about this right now." <laughs> Some people like their partners to be older. Both, look, Quoth has already banged like an ageless, an ageless goddess. You can't get any uh, more age discourse than that. I'm sort of, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm sort of worried that Quoth is being taken advantage of by Vashet. I mean, he kind of is. She's his teacher. That sounds ridiculous when I say it out loud. <laughs> yeah, in our culture, there is a strong taboo against people in positions of power, like having rela- like teachers having relationships with their students generally speaking, frowned upon. But I know people who have done that. There was nothing exploitative in those relationships, but there is always that potential, which is why it's frowned upon. Well, I mean, nothing maybe explicitly exploitative. I think that the power differential itself is uh, arguably exploitative, but let's not get into this discourse. Okay, so it, I don't, I, I, have a, I have a joke, a, a small comment to close uh, this section of my commentary, and that is, Senpai, notice me. <laughs> Well, yeah, that's the thing. Here's the thing. We have this idea that teachers and students should never bang. And there's a good reason why we have that idea, because there is inherent in that power differential, there is the possibility for abuse, even if it never happens. That's always like a threat, which is why, generally speaking, those kinds of relationships are ill-advised. But that is not something that appears to happen in ADEM culture. That is not a consideration that takes place. And I don't think that we need to concern ourselves with it over much. After all, this is a fantasy book. Yes. No, I agree. I don't think it's a concern. It just sort of crossed my mind. And inherent in the notice me senpai thing, a senpai is an older student, not another, not a teacher. Yeah. Well, it was the closest thing I had. I'm sorry. Notice me sensei. (laughs) The flip side is... There is a long and proud tradition, well, proud in scare quotes, I suppose, but there's a long tradition of, of this kind of relationship in fiction. It's not necessarily always 100% true. 
bad. Reasonable. In the case of their particular relationship, it's, like, not. <laughs> yes, I suppose the the prose does back that up. Mm-hmm. Very well. Notes finished. I do think it's interesting when she she's interested in his hands, uh, which leads into them talking about being a musician. Hands. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Particularly the good motion in his wrists. And as anyone who's ever fought with a sword before knows, there's a lot... Uh, having a, a flexible uh, wrist is really important for uh, the finer points of sword, of sword work. Mm, yes. Nick, do you have anything you wanted to say on this page? No, just it's important to have a strong, flexible wrist. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> sword. I mean, I'm... <laughs> yeah. Why are you laughing, Jordana? What's so funny? Nothing. No reason. No reason. Nothing is funny. You're wielding your weapon. You're never funny. It's important to keep a a strong yet flexible grip, uh, and you can really harm your wrist with the repetitive motions. Got to watch out for those repetitive strain injuries. That's right, Jordana. Is something funny about repetitive strain injuries from handling your weapon? Nope. Nothing. Okay. Because Jeremy and I have both (laughs) suffered these injuries in the past. God. I'm so sorry for you. Perhaps you should Listen, do more wrist exercises. Oh, we yeah, do. Yeah, we yeah. frequently like, do wrist exercises. Two times a week at minimum. <laughs> Listeners, you can learn all about our wrist exercises on tomorrow's page. <laughs> <laughs> the win.